10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The Treehouse of Liberty podcast is hosted by Jason Fornwald and comes to you from the bright red corner of the bright blue state of Maryland. Hello once again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I am your host, Jason Fornwald, and thank you so very much for deciding to join me once again. I wanted to make sure I got up an episode this week, and this one's going to be a little bit shorter than what I usually do. Um, Please stop your cheering and clapping. I can hear that. Um, But it's going to be a little bit shorter. This is kind of a, a stressful week for me, and hopefully in a good way. Um, as some of you may know, I work contract security. I've talked about it a little bit on the show before, and I'm currently working uh, at a coal-fired power plant, a clean coal-fired power plant, which I'm extremely happy to do and extremely proud of. I love this place. I love the people that I work with and for. I have never been treated better by an employer in my life, um, even though they're not my direct employer. You know, my, my security company is my direct employer. The people that I work with at the plant, you know, have just treated me like absolute gold. I mean, it, it's been such a godsend to me, really, that it's difficult to put into words. Um, I've never felt so respected. I've never felt so appreciated. I've never felt like, you know, any place that I worked really cared about me to the extent that they do. And it's been just incredible. Unfortunately, my company has lost the contract here. And I've been through this before. It's a part of working contract security. I mean, it is what it is. Every job has its benefits and its drawbacks. Um, the benefit is that I don't work for a living while most of you have to. Um, I shouldn't say that. It's a fairly easy job, but I, I do work. Um, you know, and one of the drawbacks is you establish relationships with people, contracts change, and things happen. And that's exactly what's happened here. I'm in a really good position in that my boss with my company, my security company, wants to keep me. You know, he's offered me a significant pay raise. I would be able to keep the uh, benefit of taking classes at Purdue University online as I have been all year, which they've paid every dime of, um, which is absolutely incredible. You know, I've always wanted to go back to school and I never quite seemed to have the time or the money to be able to do it. And so, you know, these guys allowing me to go to Purdue has just been incredible, you know. And I've I've worked my butt off over the course of this year. I have a 97.65% average um, in 20 credit hours so far. And I'm working on uh, 20 through 25 right now in the class that I'm taking. And that's one of the reasons the podcast is going to be a little bit shorter today. I have a massive project that I have to get done <laughs> Um, which I'm not really excited about. Uh, Some of it involves using PowerPoint. Some of it involves using um, recorded medium, which obviously I'm fairly used to. I don't mind that part of it. But trying to figure out the tech side of how to put all this stuff together is something that my feeble little mind wasn't really created for. Um, But the subject matter is right up my alley. Uh, It's criminal justice and obviously having a law enforcement military security background you know, there's just some things that I already have some experience with, so that does help. Um, but again, you know, w- with this company providing me the opportunities that they have, you know, it, it's difficult 
not to stay with them. And at the same time, it's difficult not to at least hear what the incoming company at the plant has to tell us, which fortunately I don't have to wait too long for that. They're coming on Monday and they're going to present to us, you know, what the options will be here. Um, they've already told my boss here and I that they want to keep us both. And so that's a good thing. You know, I, I feel like I'm going to have a, a choice between two very good opportunities. One that I know, one that I kind of don't. Um, but you know, you, you hope if you have to make decisions in life that you have two good choices, you know, not necessarily picking the, uh, the better of two evils. Like it seems like we do a lot of times in our presidential elections. Um, but anyway, so, so that's a big factor. Um, you know, it's, it's just going to be a, it's just going to be a stressful week and I think it will end well, um, regardless of what decision I end up making. You know, I, to be honest, I hope I do get to stay here at the plant. I love these guys. And, you know, in a position like ours, you're not supposed to establish relationships with people, but you do. I mean, you, you can't work with people every day and, you know, not make friendships and not start to care about people. And, you know, certainly I have, but we'll see how it all works out. Um, but that's neither here nor there to you guys. I just kind of have to, uh, buckle down and get this project done and figure out uh, what the next step that life is going to take me in is going to be. And certainly consider my girlfriend Trina's opinion very strongly. Um, let's be honest, she's going to make the decision. <laughs> That's not true, but she'll, she'll, have, she'll have quite a, a bit of input, and I certainly respect that. She's been such a big part of so many of the things that I've been able to accomplish over the time that we've been together that I, I would be a fool not to listen. And she presents those things lovingly and in the most positive way that she can. And, you know, you've, you've got to appreciate people in your life like that. And I certainly do. Speaking of people that I appreciate, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for your support of this show. I mean, I, I try to tell you guys every episode how grateful I am for every single one of you. I am not great, grateful for my audience. I am grateful for you, the person that is listening to this right now. You are incredibly special to me. You are, you're one of those people that makes my world go. You know, I mean, this, this podcast is not monetized. I don't want it to be monetized. Um, I do this because I love it. And I do it because I'm so grateful that even one person would listen and care and listen again after that, you know, to actually hear me and then listen another time. <laughs> um, I'm not sure even I would do that, to be perfectly honest with you. But um, I got an email from Spotify today, and they said that they had compiled what they call their 2020 rap. And what their 2020 wrap is, is basically a compilation of your statistics on their site for the year, um, how your podcast has changed, you know, better or worse as far as numbers go, um, what parts of the country, what parts of the world you have listeners in. And it was really neat to see such a detailed but easy to navigate um, compilation of that information. And I wanted to share just a little bit of that with you guys. This is just absolutely mind-blowing and, and completely humbling to me. On Spotify, the Treehouse of Liberty podcast increased 233% in terms of followers 
it increased 119% in terms of hours listened. It increased 91% in terms of number of streams. And it increased 66% in terms of number of listeners. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Um, this is something that I love to do. It's, it's something I'm incredibly passionate about. My first love has always been radio, and when I first graduated from high school and went to our local community college, I studied communications, as so many people with no direction seem to do. Um, no offense to you guys that have actually done that, but I, I wanted to be in radio so badly, and I kind of had an opportunity. Um, I worked as a sports writer at my local paper, and I was contacted by uh, one of our local radio stations, and they asked if I'd be interested in covering some games for them. Um, and it was going to be uh, junior college basketball, which is awesome. It was going to be some high school football stuff, which around here is just enormous, and some other things. And, you know, I, I, I told the owners, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm definitely interested. I went down and interviewed with him. And he said, okay. He said, yeah, I want to do a demo with you and all of that stuff. He said, the demo was great. I'm starting to get excited. And he said, the only other thing I want you to do, he said, before I start you on this stuff, I want you to learn the board. Okay, we'll give that a shot. You know, I'm tech clueless, but we'll, we'll try. And the board is basically what runs the station. And back at that time, I mean, there were DAT recorders, there were computers, there were switches and buttons and, you know, national feeds. And you had to put the ads in and all kinds of other stuff. And I just couldn't get it. I tried like hell. I just couldn't get it. Um, but that's that's always been what I wanted to do, you know, especially being able to do sports. Um, at that time, I didn't care nearly as much about politics. You know, I was 19, 20 years old. Um, it, you care about two things at that point. One of them is sports, and we're not going to talk about the other one on a family show. Um, but I, I just I just couldn't get it down. And as technology has grown and changed over the years and over the decades, more and more opportunities have opened up to just your average normal person. Um, and I think in a lot of ways that hasn't been a good thing. You know, there's some content out there that is objectionable, being nice. Um, some people probably find this show objectionable. I mean, if you're a hardcore left winger, yeah, you're probably going to be offended by a lot of the things that I say, you know, even though I try to keep my language in check and things like that, just because our ideas are so starkly opposed. Um, but it, it's exciting, too, in the fact that someone like me, who just one evening saw a Facebook ad for Anchor and said, you know what, I always wanted to do radio, I wonder if I could do a podcast. And it started very small, as I expected that it would, um, and it's kind of grown gradually over the last uh, couple of years, and all of a sudden this year it seemed like things really took off, and I don't know if that's because of the election, I don't know if it's because of COVID, I don't know if it's because, you know, God help them, people actually liked the show and told their friends about it. <laughs> um, but to see that has just been incredible. And as I, I told a good friend of mine, Nate, today, you know, I will always approach this show the way I did in the very beginning. 
and that was that if even one person listens truly, if even one person listens and enjoys the show or gets something out of it, then it's incredibly wildly successful to me. You know, I don't want to be Rush Limbaugh. You know, I don't want to be Sean Hannity. You know, I, I admire those guys. But that's not what I want. I don't want to be speaking to, you know, 15 to 60 million people nationwide. I want to be in my own little corner, you know, talking about the things that I want to talk about, being able to talk to the people that I care about, you know, and, and doing it my own way. And it's it's just awesome that I was able to find Anchor, that it was so incredibly simple to use that they put the podcast on many, many different formats. Um, they put it on Apple Podcasts. They put it on Breaker. They put it on Overcast. They put it on Pocket Cast. They put it on Radio Public. And they put it on Spotify. You know, this is, this is little Joe nothing in Western Maryland, you know, out here in the sticks. And they put the show on all of those different outlets, and it's just incredible. You know, I've been able to meet so many different kinds of people and be able to talk to so many different kinds of people and get input on the show and have people on the show um, that it's, it's just been truly an eye-opening and, like I said, completely humbling experience. You know, I feel like I don't deserve one of you to listen to this show. I, I truly don't. You know, I, I'm no better or worse than any of you. Each of you should have your own voice like this. And you do here, you know, as I tell you guys all the time. This isn't my show. This is our show. None of this goes. None of this is possible without you. And without you individually, again, speaking to you listening right now. Thank you so very, very much. Um, it just, it, it blows me away. It blows me away, you know. It is the individual that I care about, but to see big numbers, yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting. It really is. Um, you know, that indicates to me that there are some people out there that agree with what I have to say and want to hear more of it. Um, as Trina would tell you, <laughs> she, she wouldn't think there are many of those people. Um, but... Actually, that's not true. She's gotten into politics lately herself. And, um, you know, just like when I introduced her to the Washington Capitals in hockey, you know, she's taken to it like I can't even begin to describe. She actually was the one who introduced me to Tucker Carlson, which was pretty insane. <laughs> you know, she was actually watching conservative TV by herself. Hey, have you seen this guy? Um, and I, I think that's precisely how this podcast gets spread as well. And so not just for the numbers, but for talking to your friends, for suggesting that they listen, um, for giving me an opportunity to come to you as often as I possibly can. Um, I hope you will accept my sincerest gratitude. I, I love you guys. I mean, let's, let's be honest. I, I love you guys. Um, I'm not going to get choked up here. I really am not. But I, I want to thank you for the past year. You know, this has been an incredibly special year to me. There's been a lot going on in our country and in our world. And for allowing me to offer you my opinion on that, for caring enough to tune in and listen, 
you know, and for sticking with me good and bad. You know, I, I know every one of you has heard a show that you really didn't care for. And if you came back and listened again, you know, I'm incredibly grateful for that. So please know, no matter what's going on in your life right now, no matter what your challenges are, that there is somebody who is extremely grateful for you personally. And I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you, guys. Um, please do continue to pray for our friend Clay. He had his, um, his port installed, and he's had his first chemo treatment. Um, thank God he's actually felt pretty well since then. You know, he hasn't had any major side effects from the chemo yet. We cross our fingers and pray that that won't come. It often does, but, you know, we'll hope that, uh, that Clay will deal with this without any major side effects and that he'll get back to 100%. You know, he's such a good friend of the show, such a good personal friend of mine that, you know, it, it's, it's tough thinking about what he's going through. But at the same time, it, I kind of have to laugh at myself a little bit because I honestly think I worry about this dude more than he does. You know, he is so strong. He is so determined and he is so positive um, that it's really rubbed off a lot on me. And I'm, I'm not worrying as much as I was, you know, just because of the way that he looks at things. I'm going to miss some of you and I apologize in advance, um, Clay, for all of your work this year, you know, both on the show, on the website, um, I, I can't put into words, brother, how much I appreciate it that you have chosen to care about me and what we've chosen to do together. You know, while you face your own personal challenges, you know, it, it just, I'm in all of your strength and how you put that aside to care about me and, um, and so many other of your, your friends and family. Um, Rich, man, you and I are going to have to do another show. We're going to have to do it soon. Um, we could talk for hours and hours, and we often do after the show goes off the air. <laughs> um, and I, I love every second of it, man. We don't agree on everything all the time, but I wouldn't win it any other way. You know, you're, uh, again, like Clay, a great friend of the show, great friend of mine, and I appreciate you, man. Chris, brother, <laughs> I remember telling you early on this year, you know, you've got the ability to do this, man. You know, you're you're going to host a great podcast if that's what you choose to do. And thank God that's what you chose to do. Um, you guys have heard me talk about Ben Speaks, and that is Mr. Christopher Blakeman's podcast. And Chris is just out of this world. He comes at things from a little bit different approach than I do. You know, I more discuss current events. Chris discusses current events in the context of world history. And he knows it inside and out. And he can make comparisons to things today that you never would have thought had happened before, you know, and just tie it all together and explain it in a way that makes sense to even somebody like me. Um, brother, for what you've done here and for, you know, the podcast that you provide to everyone and, and making your voice heard and being another one of those conservative voices of freedom. Thank you so much. And I, I really, I really do appreciate it. Uh, Delegate Marshall Wilson, you know, who came on the show early in the year. Um, he was mounting a run for governor in West Virginia and, you know, one that I supported completely and fully. But actually back when I talked to him, he was he was getting out of the 
uh, House of Delegates in West Virginia, and he was going to spend some more time with his family and things like that, which I always admire that. But being the strict constitutionalist that he is and somebody who is so passionate about the things that matter, you know, I, I really hoped that he would run for governor. And he ended up doing that. And unfortunately, his petition didn't result in him being able to get on the ballot. Um, being the man that he is, you know, Marshall just put his head down and said, screw you, you know, I'm going to go around and campaign anyway and, and mount a write-in challenge. And he did that. And I'm going to be having him on the show very soon to talk about that. But Marshall, I, I can't thank you enough. I mean, you were the first real live politician that I had on the show. And I don't mean to insult you by calling you a politician, but I've had other constitutionalists. Um, but thank you so much, sir. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, my friend, Bren, you know, thank you so much for, um, you know, what you wrote for me and what you read on the air and, and for all of those things. I mean, it's, it's such a joy to be a friend of yours and to see your happy, positive demeanor all the time. And, still being able to maintain that demeanor when, you know, things look most bleak in our country. And I, I really look up to you for that. It's hard to do. Um, and like I said, I, I know I'm missing some folks and I apologize sincerely. Um, but for everyone that has helped the show, for everyone that's been on the show, and for every single one of you who has given me the opportunity to come into your home or your car or your workplace, thank you so very, very much. And I mean that sincerely. God bless you guys. Thank you.